Welcome to the Washington Weekly, a ministry of Washington Baptist Church. This podcast is devoted to getting you into God's Word and equipping you to serve. I'm your host, Trent Henson, Associate Pastor. On today's episode, I'll talk about the value of encouragement. I'll also interview another member of Washington so you can learn more about our people and our ministries. Today, I want to talk about the value of encouragement. Encouragement is defined as the act of giving someone approval, support, confidence, or hope. When I think about encouragement, I think of Barnabas. Barnabas is mentioned more than 20 times in the book of Acts, and Paul also mentioned Barnabas in some of his letters. Acts chapter 4 tells us that his given name was Joseph or Joseph, but the disciples called him Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. Today, I'll just share three examples from Scripture of how Barnabas was the son of encouragement. Barnabas was the man who talked the disciples into trusting Saul of Tarsus, who would later become the Apostle Paul. Remember, Saul was the one who had authorized the stoning of Stephen, and he had been threatening all Christians with death or imprisonment. After Saul's dramatic conversion on the Damascus Road, no one trusted him. His previous friends saw him as a traitor, and the disciples were still terrified of him. Acts chapter 9, verses 26 to 28 say this, When Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and they did not believe that he was really a disciple. But Barnabas took him, and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and how he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out. See, Barnabas was the one person who supported Paul and persuaded the disciples to trust him by describing the boldness of his preaching and his transformed life. Here Barnabas encouraged both Paul and the disciples. In Acts 11, Barnabas was sent to the church in Antioch. When he arrived, he found a thriving church. Acts 11.23 says, When Barnabas came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad, and encouraged them all with purpose of heart that they should continue in the Lord. After this, Barnabas sent for Paul to come and serve with him in the church at Antioch. And Acts 11, verses 26 to 28 say, And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was for a whole year they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. In this passage, Barnabas encouraged an entire church. And it was the church where we were first called Christians. The church then sent out Paul and Barnabas to journey as missionaries. Mark, the man who would later write the Gospel of Mark, joined them for a while. But for an unspecified reason, Mark left them and did not complete the journey. Later in Acts 15, Barnabas wanted Mark to join them again. But Paul refused to go with Mark because he had quit on them earlier. Barnabas, however, believed in Mark, and he decided to leave Paul and journey with Mark instead. Barnabas spent time discipling and encouraging Mark. Their ministry was so effective that years later, 
2 Timothy 4.11 says that Paul specifically asked for Mark to come to him as Mark had matured to the point of becoming helpful to Paul in his ministry. Barnabas shows us the value of encouragement. Barnabas had a major influence on the lives of the Apostle Paul, the church at Antioch, and Mark. Just think about how different Christian history and world history would be if Barnabas had not encouraged them. I have personally experienced the value of encouragement over the past couple of weeks. We're going through a transition as a church right now. Our pastor of 20 years recently retired, and I've been filling the pulpit. My church has been overwhelmingly supportive. I've received many calls, texts, and emails of encouragement, and it has provided me motivation, peace, and courage along the way. Thank you, Washington Baptist Church, for teaching me a lesson about the value of encouragement. Last week, I concluded my talk by saying, Pursue a Paul and train a Timothy. Now, I say pursue a Paul, train a Timothy, and be a Barnabas. Today, my guest is Judy Erickson. Thank you, Judy, for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Well, tell me about you and your family. Okay, well, I'm married to Warren, and we have three children. Uh, we have Scott, who lives in Georgia, David, who lives in Florida, and Jill, who lives in Michigan. All right, well, we are glad you are here, a part of our church family. What led you to Washington? Um, we felt, especially during the, um, the COVID lockdown, that the Lord was leading us to a new place to worship. And, um, and we prayed about it, and we had some friends who came to Washington, and they invited us, and so uh, we accepted their invitation and came. Well, that's wonderful, and I know you and Warren have, have found a place here at Washington to serve and to use your gifts and talents, and I've really enjoyed seeing how you have just eager to serve. So tell us what are some ways, I mean, what are, yeah, some ways that you're involved here at Washington? Well, I work with uh, Rita Williams and her committee on um, the first first Tuesday, of Monday of every month, getting ready for the senior luncheons. And uh, Rita was the first one to ask me to join anything. And so um, I did it and I love it and we could use more help. So if anybody That's wants right. to pitch in there, help us. Um, I have never been involved in Awanas, so uh, I thought, well, I would try being a listener and I absolutely love it. I work with uh, six and seven year olds and they're absolutely delightful. Um, I will take my first venture this coming Sunday into the baby nursery and I'm looking forward to that. Um, I have, oh, I'm in, involved in WMU. Um, and there may be more, but I don't know. <laughs> yes, well, I, I say you've involved in a lot of areas and um, I, I appreciate your work in each one. It's, you're covering all age groups with that from senior adults with um, our teenagers program, our senior adult meetings, and um, the activities and missions with WMU, but also working with our young people with Awana um, as a listener. And some people may not know what a listener is at Awana. Can you tell us what you do as a listener? Sure. Um, we, the goal of Awana is to teach children the Bible. And they don't always get those lessons at home. And so we are teaching them memory verses 
And so as a listener, I help the children to learn a memory verse, then I listen to them say it back. And, um, and many times I explain to them the meaning of the verse that they're memorizing so that they understand why they're memorizing it and that they will use it later in life, not just in a wanna to earn an award, but as a life skill. Amen. That's it. So really the major role of the listeners just to listen to them say that verse. That's the thing. It's really something anyone can do. Um, and I appreciate your willingness to, to be there on Sunday nights to listen to those children say that verse and encourage them and teach them really, like you say, the, the meaning and the purpose of the verse so that it sticks in their, their mind and also in their heart. It's, it's just a fun way to be with them and to know the kids. And, and what's really fun is they think that I am able to get out there and play dodgeball with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, that's good. Well, our Awana program needs a lot of help for it to run. And we are blessed to have the Awana program here for, I think over 15 years, uh, Awana has been a part of Washington. So we are blessed to have that. And I appreciate your willingness to serve in the nursery. Um, that, that's a need we always have on Sunday mornings and on Sunday nights. Um, and with our computer help too, with checking the children in. So I really appreciate your help and the way that you're involved in all age groups here at, here at Washington. And my last question is always, what do you think is the best thing about Washington Baptist Church? The people. Um, the, the, the motto, when you're at Washington, you're at home, is so very true. From the first time that Warren and I came to a service here, we just looked at each other on the way out and said, we have found home. And um, to a person, and, and when you come into a new situation like this, especially when you're coming from another church, sometimes I think you're afraid of whether or not you'll be accepted um, and how people will react to you. But I, to a person, everybody here has been welcoming. They've been delightful to know. Um, they've accepted us. They've plugged us in. Um, they are just a family. Well, that's amen. Well, that's a blessing. And I appreciate you sharing that. And that says a lot for our church and our, our people. Um, and, and I've heard that from quite a few that I talked to, that uh, there is a certain spirit here. And, and that's wonderful. That's the way a church should be. Exactly. Uh, that's right. Well, all are welcome. And I hope, I'm, hope you feel that way continually. And I really am glad that you and Warren are part of our Washington family. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time today. Judy Erickson mentioned that she will be serving in the nursery during the evening service this Sunday. We are very thankful for all the people who serve in the nursery as part of our extended session ministry. They serve once a month in either the 8.30 a.m. service, the 10.45 a.m. service, or the 6 o'clock p.m. service. If you would like to serve in our extended session ministry, you can contact Sandra O'Brien or call the church office for more information. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Washington Weekly. Washington Baptist Church is located at 3500 North Highway 14 in Greer, South Carolina. Check us out online at WashingtonBaptist.org. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast as you get into God's Word and prepare to serve.